Alright guys, welcome back to Season 1, Episode 7 of Soaring Highs and Crushing Lows. As always, I'm your host, Fernassus, coming to you from a lonely, sad, pathetic, yet humble apartment here in South Florida. Last week's episode was, how do we say, revealing, catastrophic, humiliating, and as we said last week, perverted. At the end of the day... I am a victim, okay? I did not see that one coming. That woman was, that terrorist was very sophisticated in the way she did things. I don't think I've talked to a woman in several months. I don't think I've been at a date with a woman in, since 2021. I'm vulnerable, all right? And these terrorists, they came and got me. I thought this was a real woman who liked me, showing me her boobies. It reminds me, of the movie The Waterboy. Vicky Vanencourt, Vicky Vanencourt showed me her boobies, and I like them too. So I was corrupted, and I was humiliated by this terrorist. Nothing we could do now. And by the way, I got about five or six emails, names I would never, ever tell. You know, the motto is on this show, we keep our sexual secrets to ourselves. But a few fellas, a few Johns, a few Johns out there, they've also been sextorted, okay? So... I'm the only one with the balls to tell you, hey, I'm a sick little pervert, and I was tricked. Everyone else is hiding it, but let me tell you something. It's happening to a lot of people out there. And, guys, I live by myself. I don't have any relationship. I don't have any kids. I'm not a member of a school board. I'm not a politician. I don't give a fuck. You know, you tricked the wrong person. Where does send your cock shot out? Go ahead. But... If you're someone that's in a position of power, or if you're in a relationship, and you're... I, I'm not a cheater. Never have, never will. But, if you're one of these people out there, be careful, because... Oh, could you imagine if you were getting sex-stored and you had, like... I don't know. Someone who cared for you? You'd probably be on the brink of suicide, or paying the money. We have to move on from sextortion, okay? I thank... You. You're welcome. You're welcome. I had the courage to come on the air and put it out there that sextortion is real, and y'all need to be careful. Anyone listening? Hey, according to Spotify, we have a lot of listeners, women over 40. Hey, now. And I'm assuming these women over 40 have children. Maybe the kids are like 12. Maybe they're 11. Doesn't matter. They could be sextorted. So maybe when you're sitting down, before you pass the mashed potatoes, pass the vegetables around, maybe we should talk about sextortion. Maybe we should have the discussion because these internet hackers are getting more and more sophisticated. Hey, look, we're looking out for the kids here, all right? We're moving on. Okay, no, I could go on for sex extortion for three days. No more. Welcome to season one of ep- episode seven of Soaring Highs and Crushing Lows. I have to ask you guys to do me a favor. Go ahead and like and subscribe on YouTube and Spotify, please. Try and get you guys... One episode a week, 20, 25-minute episodes. I I listen to podcasts every day. Bill Burr, who I love, I was listening to his podcast. The motherfucker's talking about, he flies a helicopter now. He's a helicopter pilot, and he talks for 35 minutes about flying a helicopter. Who the fuck cares? This show is for salt-of-the-earth people. We're going to talk about salt-of-the-earth shit, current events, and uh, next week, the next episode, guys, is stories from when I was a substitute teacher and you do not want to miss that one let's get into today's episode real quick though 
I, I know I have a lot of fan base out there. But former place of employment of mine, Philadelphia Family Court. I know there's a lot of juvenile probation officers and administration listening to this show, and I appreciate it. And this isn't a plea for help, but if you guys could please talk to the henchman on the 14th floor and just ask if I can have my job back, come on, please. I swear to God, if if they call me and say, hey, this job's yours, I'm on a flight tonight, I'm in Philadelphia tomorrow, podcast is dead, and I'm starting that job. A lot of people at that job might be saying to themselves, I'm thinking about leaving and starting a new career. Listen to me. I cannot be any clearer. The grass on the other side is brown. The grass on the other side is a drought. Stay at that job. It's the greatest job in America. Okay? And I think I was a pretty good probation officer. Uh, <laughs> I know one thing. The crime numbers in Philadelphia have certainly gone up since I left. I'm not saying that's because of me, but I'm not saying it's not because of me. I'm just telling you guys to appreciate that job because it's the greatest job on earth. <laughs> you know what you have to do out here on the other side? you got to work like 50, 60 hours a week. All right, I put in 65 hours already this week, and i got to do 10 more tomorrow. Is that what you want? Or do you want to be home at 3 o'clock taking a nap? Give me a break. Stay where you are. Please ask if I can get that job back. Now, on to the episode. That took six minutes, that intro. We wanna, I, I want to follow up on something here. Greta Thunberg, you know, the peach that she is. I do love Greta Thunberg. I've said it on this show once. I'll say it a thousand times. How dare you? I love that little girl. She, to me, is she exemplifies everything I want to be in this life. I don't want to work. I want to have fame. And I want to be full of shit. And I don't want people to be able to call me out for it. She has all of those things. Doesn't have to work. Nobody can say anything bad about her. By the way, she's not a little girl anymore. She's 21. And I think she's kind of hot. You know, hey, Greta, me and you could run around, you know, politics. You know, we don't have to agree on politics to get married, Greta. Kellyanne Conway and that George guy did it for like 30 years. We could have a nice life together, Greta. But Greta staged another arrest. I don't know what country she was in. Does it fucking matter which country she was in? Fucking Germany, Switzerland, Austria. This bitch is everywhere. I haven't left fucking South Florida. She's all over the globe telling me about, Ooh, please, please stop polluting the earth. You're talking to the wrong person. I drive a Ford fuel-efficient car. I drive it to work, and I come home from work, and I don't leave the apartment. You're the one flying around the world, Greta. Who are you preaching to? These politicians crack me up. They want to talk to us, the middle, the working man, about your carbon footprint. We're not going anywhere. We're not going anywhere. We're going to work. You're the one in the air, jet fuel. So listen, look in the mirror, freaks. Stop preaching to us. We got to go to work. All right, next, John Fetterman. Man, I feel bad for this guy. Uh, most of the listeners of Soaring Highs and Crushing Lows are Philadelphia-based. If you're not, maybe some people down here in Florida listen. I doubt it because I don't have any fucking friends here. But if there's people listening in Florida, John Fetterman is basically um, Shrek. He, he looks like Shrek. He's not green. He's white. He doesn't like wearing suits, even though he's a politician. He likes to wear shorts. He's six foot eight. He's hunched over. Got a pretty hot wife. He works 10 hours a week. He has regular sex, and he makes $170,000 a year. 
But old Johnny Boy's depressed. So he's in Walter Reed Hospital, the best hospital in the world. You're just chilling at Walter Reed all day, probably watching Netflix, probably watching Friday Night Lights reruns again. Maybe he's watching One Tree Hill. I know one thing he's not doing, uh, his fucking job that only requires 10 hours a week. We're at a point, guys, in this country, John Fetterman is making laws, passing legislation from the mental hospital. If you have, if you, if you've never been to the mental hospital, I'm not saying that I have, not saying that I haven't. There's a lot going on in the mental hospital, and uh, the last thing you should be doing is passing is passing fucking legislation. I was thinking of ways to escape when I was there, but John Fetterman, he's doing way better than and the other people that were in the hospital with me. They, <laughs> I hope they weren't senators. I don't think they knew how to put on socks, let alone pass legislation. I genuinely feel bad. For John Fetterman, because making $170,000 a year, he used to have regular sex. He's had sex at least four times. He has four kids. That's more than me in the last couple years. And his wife, she can't take the pressure. She can't take the pressure of her husband being a politician and working 10 hours a week. So his wife, she decides, this is too much. I got to leave the country. She takes the kids and they head up to Canada. They go to Canada for zip lining. Hey! Hey, Fetterman's wife, your husband is in the hospital for depression, okay? You know what you don't do when someone's depressed? It's at, pack the kids up and go to Canada and leave that lurch laying in the bed. So, John, I don't think that you have any real friends in this world. I think that these people are using you. Because I think the Democrats looked at John Fetterman like, Hey, he's one of the regular people. Look, he doesn't like to wear long pants. Just like the working man. So they elected Fetterman, and they're basically using him. I'm worried about him. Saw a picture of him last week. Did not look good. Did not look good. John, we're worried about you. Listen, Fetterman might need a friend. I'll be his friend. Christ, I'm lonely. I'm depressed. John, we can take walks together. We can have ourselves a little marijuana cigarette and take a walk and see if that doesn't help our depression. Moving on, um, a lot of you know that I'm recording this. I record these shows from this tiny studio apartment here in Davie, Florida. I don't like to have guests here. Why? Um, because it's fucking embarrassing. My dad came down last weekend. He stayed with me. He, he said that this apartment reminded him of Rocky Balboa's. He asked me where the turtles were, Cuff and Link. If, you, if you've never seen Rocky Balboa's apartment, you don't remember what it looked like, go back and Google it. Tell you one thing, wasn't glamorous. So the goal is, in life, make this podcast go nationwide and move out of the closet that I live in. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. Hey, speaking of expensive things, Meghan Markle. Oh, God. I, I'm going to get into this later, but I am so jealous. The royal family. I mean, I really wish I could have been a royal Count Hennessy of Essex. I already have my name name picked out, Count Hennessy of Essex, they get to do whatever the fuck they want. Meghan Markle was seen recently wearing a purse walking around town. The purse was $6,500. The purse. Do you guys know what a purse is? You carry your things in it. Men are actually carrying purses a lot more this day, in today's day and age. But the purse, the purse which I just described, $6,500. Hey, let my listeners out there, how much is your car worth? I don't think mine's worth 6500 and her fucking purse is worth 6500 Then she has the audacity. She has the balls to say, we just want to be normal people. Hey, Megan and Harry, real quick, 
fuck you. The fact that they're still getting money from the royal family, what the fuck? Cut these people off. You know, my family helps me out. I'm not out here bad-mouthing them. This woman, is she is the absolute worst. I thought South Park did a good job making fun of them. We want privacy. We want privacy. They want privacy, but they're walking around town, Hollywood, Beverly Hills, with $6,500 purses. Bitch, stay in the house. Become a recluse. Gene Hackman is a recluse. No one's saying anything bad about Gene Hackman because he's a recluse. You want privacy? Be Gene Hackman. We're going to get into the, uh, you know, the deli meat of the episode. The main portion of this episode is going to be based on the Murdoch family. You know the Murdoch's. They've been, they've been all over the news lately. And the Murdoch's are from South Carolina. South Carolina is the South. I live in Davie, Florida, which is thou, uh, 400 miles south of South Carolina. Let's say that. This, where I live, is not the South. Okay. I've said it once, I'll say it a thousand times. This is Juniata with palm trees and lizards. It's North Philly with iguanas. It's nothing else. It's nothing less, nothing more. So the Murdals are from the South. And down in the South, in this little town that the Murdals are from, they pretty much took over in 1902. My grandfather started this law firm, and they were the good old boys. They ran this town. They were the law. They were the law. Okay? Everything ran through the Murdals. This is in 1900. Now let's fast forward. 1920s, they're still crushing it. 1930s, probably crushing it, doing whatever the fuck they want. Real quick side note, all the crime that goes on today, and people get caught for it and stuff, what the fuck was going on in the 30s and 40s? I mean, I'm so glad I'm alive now. I don't think I would have survived. I think it was a lot more chaotic, and I think it was a, you know, you had like one person, hey, my name is Buster Murdoch. I'm law and order down here in South Carolina, and boy, I don't, I don't, I think I smell marijuana in your car. You're coming to jail for 30 years. I think stuff like that happened. It's terrifying. So the Murdals, for the first 50 years, 1900, 1950, it's a shit show. Then, Alec. 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 Alec is born, okay? He goes to high school in the 80s. He was, you know, an athlete. Then Alec comes into his law firm. See, I just fast I just walked you through 80 years of the Murdals. They ran the town. Basically, they were Dukes of Hazard. That was the Murdals. So now Alec and Maggie, they want to start a family, I don't know, 1996. Buster. Buster is born in 1996. Then they have Paw Paw. So now Alec's got these two boys, okay? They grow up rich as hell. Now the boys are teenagers. Oh, and I know. I know it's International Women's Month, and I know last week was woman. I mean, yesterday was Woman's Day. But one thing you ladies should just admit... I mean, just come out and say it. I'd respect you more. You guys care a lot. <laughs> a lot about money. If I met abroad and she didn't have a lot of money, she was working on herself, I just don't have any money, I wouldn't care. Because I don't have money either. Broads? Oh, no. And, and, you know, you guys can argue with me till you're blue in the face. Here is the pudding. Here's the proof in the pudding. Paul Murdahl was five foot six. He was pasty white. He had braces, he was a ginger, and he was fucking the hottest girl in the school. There is no other explanation other than I like that little sadistic ginger because his daddy had a lot of money. Just come out and say it. 
I'm down here in Florida. I see these young girls walking around like 60-year-old dudes. Ugh. And, it, and they're old balls. You're, you're sleeping with a 60-year-old night in and night out. Ugh. Gross. I'm telling you, I don't think I could do it. If a 65-year-old woman was like, Ooh, Francis, come live with me. I'd be like, I don't know. Your skin's a little too loose for me, babe. I'm only 32. I'm in the prime of my life. I ain't shacking up with some 65-year-old. Women, nothing against you, but you will do that. And What's going on with you guys? Money's that important? You're going to shack up with it. Ugh. Old, tasty white guy? Well, Paul Paul wasn't old, but we got sidetracked. You know what I'm saying. Shout out to women out there. Women's Month. Women are capable of anything. We love women on this show. Women are smarter than us. I've said this once. I'll say it a thousand times. But I still think a lot of these are sadistic, mean, cr- and cruel. And that's okay. We'll move on. Paul Paul is just a, he's just a lush. You know, he's basically like, he's getting fucked up all the time, um, getting crashing into shit, getting into trouble. I mean, I can't sit here as a guy who's once crashed my car in a Gary Barbera's, drunk out of my mind after a Phillies game. I understand Paul Paul. Young kid, he's having fun, whatever. I mean, really, you can't really, he's just an idiot kid. How many of us were idiot teenagers? I mean, all of us were. We've all done dumb shit. Paul Paul did some something really dumb. Paul Paul crashes the boat. On my little Instagram video, I, I referred to Paul Paul as a boating extraordinaire. He's not an extraordinaire. This fucking idiot crashed his boat into a bridge. There were six people on the boat. One of the girls goes missing. Now, Alec, like, he comes to the hospital, and he's like, Where's my son, Paul Paul? Nobody talked to him this year thought, huh? We're gonna, we'll figure this out. My boy Paul, he was not driving. It's a whole, sh- it's a whole thing going on. The Murdoch, Alec Murdoch thinks that he can get get away with it. You got to take your lumps. Paul was driving drunk. He killed this girl. It's horrible. It's a tragedy. You don't want to see it happen to anyone. It's actually one of my worst nightmares. But Paul, Paul, get your ass in jail. You need to go do about five, six years in prison. I'm sure we'll take care of you, but that's not what happens. He never even got handcuffs on him. They just fucking took his picture right in the middle of the hallway. I mean, everyone's seen the documentary, so I don't want to make this fucking podcast all blah, 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 the Murdoch's. Y'all know what happened. This is my, this is, these are the questions that I have. Alec Murdoch was taking, I read this somewhere, $50,000 of Percocets a week. I mean, no, Oxycontins a week. How many pills a day is that? That is unheard of. And I love Alec Murdoch. They said, Mr. Murdoch, tell us why you were taking all those pills. He goes, well... It made things more interesting. Hey, he's not lying on stand there. Drugs do make things more interesting. But if you're taking $50,000 of Oxycontin a week, how much Oxycontin is that? And this guy had to be fucked up all the time. 50000 a week. And I also, I, I mean, look, if I'm like going to be hanging out and I, you know, someone offers me an Oxy, I, I was Alex snorting what? He definitely gave uh, Oxycontin. A lot of people who watched that documentary probably were like, hmm, maybe I'll try that. <laughs> not a great idea. We're not, we're not endorsing that. You, if, you, if you try Oxycontin, you get hooked on it. One day you're going to kill your wife and son, okay? Look at Alec Myrtle. Alec Myrtle, in, the pro- in between Paul Paul being on trial for killing this girl in the boating accident, Alec's life starts to unravel. They start finding out he's stealing all money from his clients. It's a whole fucking mess. Alec goes ahead and kills, shoots Paul Paul in the face, and he shoots his wife in the face. What? This is the craziest story ever. An entire bloodline since the 1900s wiped out by one guy. 
Alec, all you had to do was just chill. Maybe do $1,000 of Oxycontin a week and just relax. They couldn't do it. Greed got to them. They're the worst fucking people ever. I hope Alec Murdoch, we, we got to bring back the death penalty and we got to kill this guy. There's two unsolved mysteries in this case. The nanny, who years prior, she died. She fell down the steps and the Murdoch was like, well, well, what happened was she was walking outside there on the porch and she tripped over one of the dogs. Fell down, bumped her head, and died. Bullshit. No one falls down the steps and dies, okay? I'm not buying it for a fucking second. And neither should you. That son of a bitch took a life insurance policy out on the nanny, then killed her. End of fucking story. Another unsolved mystery in this little town here in South Carolina. There was a boy named Stephen Smith who was openly gay. Buster may or may not have been having a little thing going on with him. And the Murdoch's, they're the the worst people in the country. You talk about, like, white, this, uh, white privilege, and you talk about why people, you know, they have this, like, notion of white people. It's because of the fucking people, like the Murdoch's, okay? They're racist, they're homophobes, and they're filthy rich, and they're living in their little private property down there. And, oh, for Buster to be gay, no. This would not fly in the Murdoch family. I suspect... And I'm going to go out on a limb here. That Buster and his boys, and maybe even Alec and the uncles, killed that kid and left him in the middle of the street. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you need to go watch The Murdoch's. It's on Netflix. It's the greatest scandal of all time. I mean, you, you really can't even make this shit up. Long story short, my uh, synopsis on The Murdoch's is we need to bring back the death penalty. Um, here at Soaring Highs and Crushing Lows, we're big proponents of the death penalty. Huge, actually. That, I want that to be my dream job. I'll pull the trigger. I will be the executioner. Anyone that shoots people, a mass shooting, come on, let's go. Come meet your maker. We're going to kill you. So you got And I'm talking about people that are definitely did it. Definitely, without, without, without a doubt, they committed this crime. We got to start killing them. We're wasting money keeping these total son of a bitches alive. I don't see the point of it. I think we just got to get right to just kill them and move on with it. To wrap things up here, I, I think to myself, wow, the Murdoch's really had a good run there. 1901 to 2021, and hoo it came crashing down like the Romans. One of the things that came out was that Alec, Alec Murdoch, he was, gave a million dollars to the Biden and the Clinton campaign. Shocking. So I've been thinking over the last couple of days, would I rather be a Murdoch or, a, or a, a, a Clinton or a Biden? And the answer is simple. I would ra- much rather be Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden, he, he's done whatever he's wanted to for, for a decade. I mean, no, for several decades. He's filthy rich. He's had sex with beautiful women. He's done all the best drugs. And, and no one criticizes him. No one even says anything. It's, oh, there's Hunter. He's 52 years old. He's not a young boy. Hunter Biden does whatever he wants, and we're somehow okay with it. He's literally the worst person on planet Earth. Let's forget about the fact that, I mean, let's literally wipe out the fact that his old lizard scumbag father is the president of the United States. Let's forget that Joe Biden is not the president of the United States. Wouldn't that be a great world? In that family, Bo Biden was married with two kids. Bo Biden passes away of cancer. 
Somewhere in the next couple years, Hunter moves in and starts fucking his dead brother's wife. This qualifies him as the worst person ever. No, that cannot happen. I'm, I'm telling you right now on this show, God forbid I ever get married. If I die and my son of a bitch brother starts sleeping with my widow, someone better go kill him. Yes, that's a threat. Brian, in the future, if I have a make-believe wife, you better not fuck her if I die. A lot's got to happen for that scenario to happen, but I'm just putting it out there. If it happens... I get married, wouldn't that be something? I die, Brian bangs my widow, kill him, okay? Kill him like he's... <laughs> I was going to say something horrible there, but I won't. Kill him, I, I don't know. Stomp him out, do whatever you got to do, but you cannot fuck your dead brother's wife. You cannot, you cannot, you cannot, and when you do, you need to be killed. All right, guys, I'm going to wrap up the show here in a minute. It is Friday... March 10th when I'm recording this it'll be ready for you guys on Monday um, it's March Madness I hope everyone's having a good time gambling I'm getting gray hairs I'm going to check this live on the air my bet was uh, Northwestern minus 2 they're playing Penn State now I went to Penn State no school has fucked me more in gambling than Penn State basketball all I'm asking is that they lose by two today. Let's find out. Let's check in on it. Okay, that's not right. Oh, fuck. Penn State's up by four. What the fuck? I swear to God, I fucking hate this team. I need Northwestern to win minus two. I guess I'll go fuck myself. I hate March Madness. I hate the Murdoch's. I hate the Bidens. That's the end of episode seven of Soaring Highs and Crushing Lows. Um, yeah, the episode, be, that was a fart if you just heard that. Apologize. The episode will be out on Monday, March 13th. So, with that, guys, I bid you farewell. Episode 1, Season 1, Episode 7 of Soaring Highs and Crushing Lows. Check back in next week. Thanks for listening.